What is up, guys? Welcome to episode 36 of the Vitality Unleashed podcast. We are your hosts, Dylan and Lauren. And today is another Mindset Monday, and we will be discussing discussing self-sabotage today. <laughs> yeah, self-sabotage. We've covered it a little bit before, but we wanted to dive deeper into it because it was kind of just a along with a bunch of other things, but it's just so common and how much I've been seeing this lately from friends, clients, so many people is crazy and so many people are self-sabotaging and they don't even know that they are. So we want to dig into some of the signs, what causes it and just overall what it is in general. Yeah, absolutely. And there are so many forms of self-sabotage that I don't believe people really get a true grasp of what actions can be self-sabotage. Yeah, so overview of self-sabotage, it is doing actions that lead you to failure. And this can be consciously or subconsciously. Sometimes you don't even know that you are doing it, but that is what it is. Doing things that are going to lead you to not succeed. Yeah, absolutely. And these things can span from maybe not going to an event that you should to make connections that are going to advance your career because you decide to stay at home and you're like you make an excuse like oh well I just really wanted to be home with my family tonight you're home with your family uh, seven nights out of the week typically this one could have advanced your career could have helped your family you know double triple your income instead you didn't do it yeah maybe it could be not setting your alarm for the morning because you're like oh I just I need to sleep I'm gonna be so tired but you know that you have shit to do and you're purposely setting yourself up for failure by not planning for success. If you are not coming up with a plan for what you're going to do to get somewhere, that is also another form of self-sabotage. Yeah, always just procrastinating. Procrastination is a huge form of self-sabotage. And a huge one for people on especially weight loss journeys is, oh, I can't track my food at this wedding. So I guess I'm going to eat four pieces of cake and just completely fucking gorge myself for the entire day that's self-sabotage where instead of oh i can be responsible i'll have a slice of cake and i'm gonna have some lean proteins really focus on my water you're like nope going all out that is a huge form of self-sabotage yeah that helps a lot with drinking as well and self-sabotage pretty much is just not thinking about your future self not thinking about habits that are going to lead to making you feel better and that's super common with drinking i know us we're like all right, if we're considering having a few drinks, maybe we're going to ask ourselves, okay, is, how is this going to make me feel? Is this going to support my goals? Is it going to make me feel better tomorrow? Is it going to make me closer? Or is it just kind of selfish, just something that's going to give me that instant gratification? And that goes for eating as well. Is this 10 seconds of gratification from eating this giant chocolate cake really going to be worth it to make me feel like shit for the next three days? The answer is never yes. Yeah, absolutely. And I believe a huge reason for this self-sabotage is usually a lack of confidence, a lack of belief in yourself, because that lack of confidence doesn't just go for, oh, I don't think I can accomplish this goal, so I'm going to go off the wagon. That's common, of course. But also, when you're a beta personality or you just don't have the your own self-confidence in your own decision-making, then you see people around you who are doing activities that are not supporting your health goals, their health goals, your business goals, their business goals, whatever it may be, and you still follow them and do what they do because you just don't have any confidence in yourself. So you're like, okay, okay, master, I'll do what you want me to do. I'll follow your lead. Yeah, it's... 
it all stems from a place of just not believing in yourself. And even if you do believe maybe deep down it is possible, then maybe you just don't believe that you deserve to achieve it. Yeah, absolutely. And I just believe so many people don't self-reflect. That's a huge thing. Like you don't think about these actions afterwards. Like something I really like to do if I do make a poor decision, I'm going to think about like, why did I make that decision? Like what was going through my head? What triggered that? What's going on? And so, so many people might be like, especially guys, oh, what do you mean? I'm, I'm fucking confident. I do what I want to do. I just want to get wasted, even though I've also complained about how I'm 50 pounds overweight and yeah. hate what I see in the they mirror. They can't admit it I'm a like, lot of the time. Yeah. I'm like, come on. And then that's why you have to actually have perspective and really think about yourself instead of just trying to put on this facade. This facade is go- getting you fucking nowhere. hundred percent. A lot of people don't have that self-awareness to be able to just admit it, but has there ever been a time where you feel like you have struggled with a lot of self-sabotage? Oh, uh, absolutely. Um, like going back to AP psych, Freud said that, uh, he believes a lot of people are always trying to like kill themselves. Like that's how, that's kind of where I see self-sabotage. That's what he meant by that, where most people are trying to self-sabotage themselves. And I find that if you have anxiety, depression, like I did, for a period of time was when I was binge drinking, when I was eating like shit, when I wasn't paying attention to my health goals, when I was ripping vapes, uh, I was ripping more jewel pods than anyone I know. Like I was going for it. And like that was my self-sabotage because I wasn't confident in myself. I was depressed. I didn't know what I was going to do with my life. And so it led me to do those actions because of course the people around me were also doing those actions because let's be real, a lot of them probably depressed and anxious as well. And then we just all feed off each other and all start doing this bad shit to make ourselves feel better. And in the long run, it's hurting us. Yeah. When you find yourself not caring about how unhealthy habits are going to impact you and you don't really care about your health or your longevity, that is very, very commonly stem from just the overall depression and anxiety, but it also is a form of self-sabotage. You are going to be actively doing things to quite literally lead yourself towards death. Whether Mm -hmm. you realize it or not, you know, binge drinking constantly, you might not even think it's a huge deal, but this is literally shortening your lifespan every single time you do it. Same with smoking, vaping, whatever your vice is, binge eating. It's literally leading you closer to the day that you die. And it's fucking scary to think about that, but that is what is going on. Yeah, you're closing that gap. You just have to think over and over. You keep doing it. You're closing that gap, closing that gap a little bit every single time until bye. You're gone. Yeah, exactly. And all of this stuff is so normalized. And that's why it kind of makes it hard to realize what you're doing because people just say, oh, I'm doing this just to have fun. Like, I just enjoy it. There's nothing behind it. There's always something behind it. Behind it. And if you don't care at all about how these things are going to impact your health, that is a very, yeah. very bad sign. It's This is different from someone having a casual glass of wine with dinner with their family, like one glass of wine. We're talking about when you're not taking care of yourself, not taking care of your health, the binge drinking, the binge eating. And that stems from... I actually just watched Andy Elliott talking about this and he's like, I don't drink. And people are like, oh, like you're a fucking loser. Like, why don't you drink? He's like, no, I'm just really secure in myself. He's like, I know how to have fun without needing to drink. He's like, 
I think, and he's like, I think it's fucking sad when someone needs to drink to have fun, needs to drink to feel better about themselves. Like, that's so true. Like, I just feel bad. Yeah. I'm like, I don't give a fuck what other people are doing, but the worst type of people are the people who judge people for not drinking. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, are you just upset that somebody else can have fun not being intoxicated that you feel the need to pressure them into it? It's fucking crazy. Exactly. I just feel bad for those people when they say that shit. Yeah, for sure. But I'd say my worst self-sabotage was kind of like the same as yours when I was in that phase of like partying a lot, been drinking all the time. And like, I wouldn't even actively say that I knew that I was doing it, but all of the actions that I was taking on a daily basis were just leading me to failure. And I was fucking failing at everything and thought the world was just against me and everything that I did but I was actively doing these actions that led me to these places and that's always what happened so many people you said it though you think the world was against you everything just wasn't working out for you your life's so hard and the reality is we're the ones making our lives fucking hard people we have free will we are humans no one is forcing you to do anything so stop being a bitch stop making fucking excuses and go okay my life's hard i'm fat well i'm also binge drinking every single week and i don't watch what i eat yeah that's the fucking yeah, problem it's the not actions the, always line up yeah it's not the life's against you guys newsflash it's fucking crazy though to even just think back on it like myself i'm like oh why can't i get that job that i want that pays me a shit ton of money why can't i get that body that mm-hmm. i want the world is just against me my life sucks but then i'm oh. like oh wait I'm binge drinking every single night, staying out all night, sleeping all day, and doing absolutely yeah. nothing with my life. Like, that's what I fucking deserve. Yeah, I worked as a fry cook when I was, like, 18, and there were some people in there who were, like, 35, 40, and guess what? They'd show up to work late. They'd show up smelling like fucking weed or alcohol on their breath, and I'm like, yeah, why do you think you're still stuck where you are? It's your decisions that you're making every single day. 100%. All right, let's talk about overcoming this. What are some things that we can do to overcome this self-sabotage and i'm not gonna lie and say it's super easy everyone is all always gonna have that deep down like sense of like i don't deserve this like whoa this is too crazy this is going too fast like we i definitely still have moments like that all the time i'm like holy shit like i don't deserve to be in this position that i'm in right now i want to pick up the vape every single day i'm not gonna (laughs) i don't have that issue to this day i don't i i've vaped for fucking like god like at least five years but i just quit and that's it same thing with weed i just quit yeah i, I just quit. <laughs> i didn't have any problems i just quit too like for sure but it's like i don't know for some reason everything else like i'm completely cool with it's like that one thing like whatever was in that was super addictive to my me. main thing is definitely drinking i definitely have the most urge to drink definitely not yeah see i don't have that at all so it's like it's just that whatever chemical like interacts with your brain the most i guess probably dopamine wise for sure i think people with like anxiety often like want to drink a lot more because it like helps but it actually just makes it it helps for that hour but then it just makes it worse for the next three days yeah see i was just always chasing like the buzz yeah so number one set achievable goals this is super important because if you're Great, you're shooting for the moon, but is this realistic at the time? Maybe it's realistic in the future, but you need to have realistic goals that can be measured because when you have these super big goals that are way just out of your reach right now, you're going to get discouraged because you're obviously not going to be achieving that anytime soon and then you're going to fail. Yeah, absolutely. And 
like we talked about going cold turkey from you know vaping weed whatever it was and that's not you know some people are going to have more of a hard time doing that especially if you're someone like we only smoke like smoked at night so for us it was really easy cutting that out but if you're someone who smokes all fucking day right now then maybe you need to be like okay I'm going to stop smoking during the day. I'm only going to smoke at night to start or whatever it is. And you just do these small achievable steps until all of a sudden you're where you want to be. Yeah. But I feel like also some people set these small achievable goals as like a, in a sense of trying to push it off for longer Mm -hmm. too. like, especially on a weight loss journey, they're like, Oh, well I, I, I only went completely off track six days this week that's better than seven yeah i think it's you can't be going off track i think it's you need to have a track that you can stick to it needs to be measurable it's not i would say that's why i hate like the 80 20 rule or things like that where it's like oh i'm good 80 percent of the time the other 20 i'm not i'm like your goal should if you can't stick to it then your goal shouldn't be to be 100 percent of quitting weed your goal should be okay i'm gonna cut 80 percent of the weed out daily and then I'm going to have that night of that last 20% for the next four weeks. And then yeah. I'm going to cut that out. Like something it's, simple yeah, like it's that. It's not, oh, I'm going to do something less or I'm going to do something more. It needs to be measurable. It has mm-hmm. to have a specific number exactly. or else you're going to be constantly trying to cheat the lines and, oh, well, I'm doing better. There needs to be a specific number in place. If you want to eat healthier, great. How many calories? Measure it. Exactly. Even if it's how many calories, you only track calories first. And then you're like, okay, now I'm going to start tracking protein. Okay, now I'm going to start tracking fiber, whatever it may be. And you just keep ramping that up slowly, slowly, slowly as it gets easier and easier for you. For sure. Next up, as Dylan said earlier, you need to be a little bit more self-aware and be reflecting on these actions that you are taking and realize when you are self-sabotaging. Yes. And the number one way to be self-aware, guys, be alone. Stop listening to all the people around you. Stop listening to your friends who are whispering in your ear telling you shit. I actually just watched a video from Patrick Bet David this morning, and he was talking about his parents were divorced twice. And he said when he was seven years old, he heard uh, his mom's friend. She would come over while his dad was at work, and she'd be like, oh, your husband only did this for you. You have to do this. You're a beautiful woman. You should be getting more than that. You should be getting this. And it was someone just whispering in her ear, telling her this shit, telling her this shit, telling her this shit. And then the husband would come home. They'd have a huge fight. He wouldn't even know why they're fighting, why she's upset. And then their relationship's over. And it's because she was listening to other people instead of just focusing on herself, focusing on her relationship, focusing on her family. Exactly. It's the same instance. And like, where some women hate on other women who want to take care of their husband and be housewives. I'm like, I don't give a shit. Like, if that's what makes you happy, go for it. Like, it it just needs to be something that is important to you and makes you happy. That is the only thing that matters. It doesn't fucking matter what other people think. Exactly, guys. And the biggest one, especially when you're young, is your parents. Your parents, of course, they're going to try to push certain things on you, especially with our generation. Uh, this is actually going down more and more now. College. Parents would push college, uh, but I, I think in the next 20 years, that's going to be gone. Uh, but right now, that is what has been being pushed. But luckily, college, um, now 60% of companies just dropped college education as mandatory from their applications. Yeah, and that's and yeah, and it's just because, like, now, like, they see that these college kids are fucking weirdos, like, half the time. Like, it's like, if you don't have social skills, it doesn't matter what your education is anymore. Exactly, and that's a super common problem. But you need to be able to call yourself out when these things are happening, or else you're going to mm-hmm. get nowhere. Stop being fucking stubborn. Yep. Nobody is watching you. Just be able to call yourself out and admit when you are doing it. Yep, just listen to yourself. Be alone. 
reflect, stop listening to other people. Yes. Next up, you need to have a plan. Again, it needs to be measurable. It needs to be achievable. This is the most important part. It needs to be achievable and it needs to be measurable. Yes, 100%. You need, if you need a vision. If you don't have a vision, if you can't see where you're going, you can't see how you're going to accomplish your goals, you'll never do it. When it's murky, that's when you start questioning yourself. That's not when you believe in yourself. But when you have the clear vision, that's when you're confident in what you're doing, and that's when you're going to stick to your plan. The last thing everyone really needs is some sort of support system. Yeah. You need a support system, whether that's an accountability buddy that's your friend, whether that's hiring a coach for whatever you're doing, whether that's maybe someone you found a mentor who is someone who's already you know achieved what you're doing. It's not a coach, but just an older individual that's been telling you that you need to stop this shit for a while. I'm like, okay, you need to help me. I finally want to make this change. Whatever it is, find someone or something that's going to help support you. Because you being alone, doing it alone forever, while some people do succeed at that, like, of course, COVID pushed a lot of people to accomplish things by themselves. It's still really hard to do. Yeah. And self-sabotage really can just be an ego thing sometimes. So it's important to just have someone who's like, hey, drop the fucking ego. Like, we're done with this shit. You need to grow up because that is the reality of it. So many people just cannot admit it and drop their ego and actually try to improve. So having someone that is not afraid to call you out is super important. I know I have to give my clients tough love all the time. Like if they're slacking on their shit and constantly making excuses, I have to give them tough love sometimes. Like, hey, you're better than this. You deserve this. And I remind them why it's important to them because when everyone signs up with us, they have to tell us why this goal is so important to them. Yeah, absolutely, guys. You can never, never, ever forget about your why. So if you are self-sabotaging and you're trying to change, that's another thing to always remember. Have your why. Remember it. Put it on a post-it note on your fucking mirror. Whatever you need to do, never forget it because that's going to help motivate you through everything. Yep. All right, guys. Peace. See y'all tomorrow. Peace out.